The following podcast is a group of blind and sighted Dungeons and Dragons 5e players from Knights of the Braille. The podcast may contain scenes of graphic violence, adult language, adult content, and very inappropriate humor better left for the corners of a locker room. In no way is this content, language, or beliefs those of the Knights of the Braille. We are simply recording this to have fun, because we are having fun, and we do apologize if some of it splashes over onto you and offends you in any way, shape, or form. So if you are easily offended, the following podcast may not be suitable for you. It is not and never will be the intent of us to offend you, we simply want to have as much fun as possible. We do not intentionally cause you mental harm, as we do that enough to ourselves on a weekly basis. You can find more information about the Knights by visiting www.knightsofthebraille.com, Twitter, or by joining our Facebook group. The background music you are currently hearing is composed by www.seanhopper.com and our session's ambient music is from www.tabletopaudio.com. Our thanks to both Sean Hopper and Tabletop Audio for their permission, go and support their great work. Can you see the frozen path? Do you feel her icy wrath? There's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive in this frozen hell? Because there's trouble in the dale. Though the sun never rises, there is a lot of disguises. There's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? It's the everlasting rhyme. It's winter and snow all of the time. There is trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? You look and see all frowns all in the ten towns because there's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? Let's hope that they can all cope. They may be everyone's last hope because there's trouble in the dale. Trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? Welcome to the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, where we follow our adventurers through ten towns in their quest to save it from evil. This podcast is brought to you by the Knights of the Braille. Hello. Oh, it's oh, oh, nice to have you here. It's like we have a computerized gym every time. Because <laughs> oh, that's glorious. <laughs> Hi everybody, um, welcome back to the Rhymers for the first time in, what, a month and a half or so? month yep. and a week? Um, episode I don't know, I'll have to count, count them back up, I think eight or nine, I don't know. But anyway, um, I'm Richard, I will be your DM for this group who uh, have added one more. Um, we lost one, so we added one. And uh, we're going to go around our table here and introduce ourselves, a fun fact about your character, if you so wish, or a fun fact about yourself. Um, we'll start with, uh, let's see, let's go with Maxine. All right, so, hey everybody, I'm Maxine Gretschkoff, and I'll be playing Talarn von A fun fact about me is that I'm actually right now signed on the papers to become an Air Force Auxiliary alongside my wonderful and not boring at all schoolwork. <laughs> and then a fun fact about Talarn von Hindenburg is that you don't have to refer to her by her full name. It's a mouthful. Uh, Talarn's fine, and her favorite color is purple. Aww. 
Uh, let's go with uh, Philip, and then we'll go with Jesse because I'm trying to do something here in the background, and then we'll introduce our new player. Hey, I'm Philip. I'll be playing Finland Surefoot. Um, I can't think of a good fun fact. It's been too long. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Philip. You can do it. See, I didn't get so used to Marvelous Marv, I, I don't forgot all about fiddling that. You can't see the time. Poor Finland. <laughs> poor Finland. Poor, poor Finland. All right, we'll, uh, we'll move on to uh, Jesse then. What's up, everybody? I'm Jesse. I play Bodar. He is a giant fucking elephant. That's the fact for the day. <laughs> Oh, that is pathetic. <laughs> you better roll with disadvantage. Uh, uh, we're uh, now... He's with baby yetis, too. Yeah, he does. Oh, my. He does not enjoy yetis. <laughs> he loves them, Baby huh? yetis. <laughs> uh, let's introduce our new character. He enjoys playing death metal on his trumpet. <laughs> oh, he grips it too tight, doesn't he? That is sick. <laughs> Hey guys, my name's Fernando. I'm going to be playing Casador, and he is a ranger. Um, his subclass is a swarm keeper ranger, so we'll see how that works out as the story goes on. And he's like, why am I here with these people? <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that what is that's what called what, what you've done with that baby Eddie is playing death metal using <laughs> him as a trumpet? Fuck you, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, such a rowdy, rowdy group. Uh, I am Richard. Of course, like I said, I am your DM. I uh, will be leading this uh, band of merry peeps, unfortunately. Uh, a fun fact about me is that uh, if I keep having surgery on my nose, I may no longer have a forehead if they're not careful. <laughs> um... And if you hear me like stuttering in the background, it's because I am trying to look up stuff because I relied on the group to uh, buy me some time, which they always fail me. So, you know, it's okay. Boo ho, uh, wah wah. Uh, Bodar is now dead. He will need to uh, come up with a new character. But um, to recap, uh, we had a session where. Uh, Bodar was outside, he was asleep, you know, playing with his trumpet, whatever the case is, um, where they battled Sephic. Um, he managed to get away because he wounded them terribly. The, um, Halfling Finland and the, uh, I just forgot what Talorn is. Totally slipped my mind. Um, Finland and Talorn chased after him, kind of got lost a little bit. Then come across another halfling um, that stole patches and wiped its butt with Talarn's favorite patch. Um, they got hoodwinked into fishing. Um, Bodar had voluntold them that they were going to be fishing with this one person. Um, and it all wound up to be a dream of sorts. Um, kind of like, uh, like a flash vision or whatever you want to, to call it. Uh, that was the recap. Um, to uh, give everyone the weather report, uh, it's going to be a negative 72 degrees with a wind chill, making it feel like a negative 95 degrees. Uh, this is the evening time, so it is a negative 61 degrees and with a wind chill, making it feel like a 
negative 84 degrees. There That's a bit is, do what? That's a tidbit nipply. A tidbit nipply. <coughs> wow. Um, speaking of that, um, Magic Titlays, the normal weather person, is on vacation. He said, screw this, I'm going to somewhere warmer. <laughs> um, the wind speeds are 31 to 35 miles per hour, and there's an 80% chance of snow. Okay, where we cut off before the flash vision is Stefik is in the building waiting upon um, Talarn, who is also in the building, and they are getting ready to talk, to uh, have their meeting. Outside is, of course, Bodar, who has launched um, Finland up into the air, aiming him towards the chimney. And last when we left off, he had managed to reach the chimney. Um, after that, Bodar, not really sure what he is doing. Uh, we will get to um, Fernando's task uh, momentarily. But what I need everybody to do is... Might as well go ahead and roll for initiative. Gotcha. Alexa, roll a d20. Fine. <laughs> nice. Total of nine. Alexa hates me. Uh, um, and Fernando, you can also roll for initiative. Cool. I also rolled a nine. Okay. Um, <laughs> y'all can either uh, go, go off your. Okay. You sure? Because I'm pretty sure my dexterity is lower. Oh shit. Sure. Got a plus three. <laughs> I think our dex is max. Yeah, I got a plus three too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, Bodar, what did you receive? Bodar got a twenty-two. Hey. Peace. <laughs> he's he's getting it today. <laughs> oh, he's getting something. <laughs> uh, and um, Talarn. Uh, Talarn rolled a 21. And also, full disclaimer, Talarn uh, had an accent. Like, I had an accent for it. Um, uh-huh. But it's been, like, years. It feels like years before <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> it's it has like been the, a while. the sheets knew. I was looking at it like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It has been a minute. Uh, um, there we go. Oh, nice. Alright. So, um, Sefek is faced off against Talarn, who is in the building with him. Um, Bodar, you are outside. Finland, you are up on the chimney, up on the roof. Um, you had wanted to go towards the chimney. So we'll say that you're, like, on the chimney. You have not started sliding down yet. Um, what would y'all like to do? Quick question. Quick answer. Uh, do oh, my phone. Do I have my glaive? Like, have I used that weapon bond ability yet, or are we just still talking? And initiative has just been rolled. Um, initiative has just been rolled because I was on that page, and I mean it's going to happen. I'm fairly certain. So, um, and, right now you have not called your glaive to you. Cool. And Sephik isn't about to murder me, right? Right. Wonderful. <laughs> huh? yeah. What? Finland's going to try to climb down the chimney as you know, quietly as possible, but uh, um, it's not noticed. Roll me a, um, hold on, hold on. It ain't sleight of hand. Acrobatics? Yeah. Still ain't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. Athletics? Uh... Alexa, roll a d20. I can't tell what it is. 18. 18, okay. Um, you've made it, uh, we'll say the chimney is 20 feet tall. You've made it, um, We'll say 10 feet down without making a sound. Um, Sepik is, uh, staring at Talarn. What you want? 
sorry. Uh, my buttons go loose. Um, shit, out of character. What were the circumstances leading up to this? <laughs> That's your responsibility to remember. Uh-uh. Um, y'all were giving the task of hunting Sephic down to um because he had been committing murders and y'all were told that he's like a serial killer and he's also doing sacrifices to the frost maiden from what y'all have been told he has uh not only captured flu gauges but also sacrificed the um young uh tabaxi bard as you all had found the body part of flu gauges um, in the building adjacent to this one, um, right. you had create, you had talked with him and got a meet, meeting set up um, in which y'all were going to try to capture him. Uh, you were supposedly going to seduce him, or so everyone else believed. I'm trying to think. I think that is it. Right. So you and I have something to talk about. That's right. We do. You see something in me, and I see something in you. I want to know what you see in me first. Why should I? You are the one that wanted to meet with me. Don't you think it might be some sort of a divine providence that we're together? You actually believe in the divine. I believe in my gods. Pathetic. I actually thought better they cared nothing for us to hear but to appease their own supposedly immortal humor. And, it- and your cynicism is a little pathetic too. So. Do we want to get down to business, or do you still want to both? By business, what do you mean? Any... Came here to have a meeting and discover some information. What do you know? Told you. I will determine whether I tell you. You tell me what you see in me, and that'll help you figure out what happened to me earlier. I could see great potential if you're willing to forego your fault, divine. Mm-hmm. Um, out of character, I guess Talarn is moving into a stance that is blocking the exit to the door. I don't know if you want me to roll, like, side of hand, but I'm trying to prevent Sephic from of just... Of course I do. Falling out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of I, course do. I do. Ooh, I sound like a sexy man beat. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh, I yeah, would. Uh, 15 total. Uh, um, you managed to move over without him really noticing anything. You see him somewhat look, but then pays no attention. Um, Finland, roll me a, uh, um, acrobatic. Alexa, roll a d20. <laughs> a one. Oh, oh you freaking called it! No, I, I got lucky. I could, I could also re-roll. I forgot about that. Oh, halfling. Yeah, Alexa, roll a d20. Please be a two. Oh, come on. I said two. I just want to do that. I said two. hears a sliding sound and old dust and debris from where birds have built their nest in, in the chimney falls down and sends a uh, like a flurry of dust and old feathers and old pieces of nest sliding out to somewhat fill the room like dust moat and he spins around and sees Finland laying there amongst the debris. <laughs> oh, and... oh, 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 no. I must have gotten the wrong house. You stupid little bastard, you. 
So, here's your true intent. And so with well, that, let's bring the toys to the boys and girls. <laughs> they fiddling Santa Claus. Save it for someone who cares. And with that, we are now in initiative with this group. Um, Cass. Richard. Yes. May I use my reaction to shout very, very loudly <clears throat> for Bodar's Paul Asset since Finland just literally <laughs> dropped in. <laughs> yes. You can, unless he's playing with his trunk again. <laughs> Boda will charge. Nice. Uh, um, so he, he is charging in. By the time we get back to y'all, he will, we'll say, be at the door. Um, in the meantime, Cass, you are in pursuit of someone. Why are you in pursuit of this person? You I've been... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you have been tracking them for... I will say approximately a day and a half to two days. Yep. I've been pretty much hunting this guy down because he's been just killing animals, not even like for their meat or all their skin. He's um, just been going around kind of breaking the cycle of what nature should be. And as a ranger, I can't stand for that. I've been kind of on my own for like a month now after my dad passed away and um, that kind of left me to leave my life of seclusion as a hermit and kind of um, branch out. And this is kind of one of the first things that I've found, this this person kind of going around doing evil and destruction to the land. So I've been taking it upon myself to hunt him down and track him. Uh, um, in front of you, as the snow is blowing, it's not quite to the point of a blizzard. You can still see the hazy outline. <coughs> or the blurred outline of, of something in front of you. Um, it does appear to be a human shape standing um, as it comes around a corner. A uh, rather large individual. Um, and you see also see the outline of <clears throat> a very derelict and abandoned building that seems to be held up and held together with probably frozen water and all that. As soon as it thaws out, hey. you you feel that it's going to fall. Um, <laughs> it's in that, that bad of, of shape. Are we in the um, ghettos of... You're, you're close. You're on the, basically the outskirts of the... I'll be back in like five minutes. Okay. I'm interested. He is, <laughs> all the time. Um, you're on the outskirts of, I, I believe it's the smallest little village, so mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of people here. Uh, not a whole lot to keep up. In fact, there's our a good number of derelict places here mm-hmm. um you like i said you see this individual going towards the building um with that uh as as you begin to approach because i'm assuming you're moving at a very slow pace tracking yep. um you also see at the same time as you're watching this individual a larger around seven foot um creature come from around the corner and uh, head towards the front of the building, like where you would assume the doorway is. Um, you can tell that they are two different people. Right. Um, the person you have been tracking is approximately, I'll say six to six and a half feet tall, because I don't have that right here. Um, but the other person that you see basically like in front of him coming towards you both is mm-hmm. seven feet tall. Okay. Yeah, um, so... I, and I would know that that I'm hunting for the the shorter one, right? Yes, yes. Okay, good. You, you, you have tracked this quarry for 
like Good. I said, about two days, and you've had yep. glimpses of him in the past. Good. Okay. I will. I will keep uh, getting closer, uh, creeping up behind him, seeing if he's going to go into this building or what he's going to do with this other person. All right. Um. Hey. Yep. And Bodar is the first one in the initiative. Mm -hmm. Um. We'll come back and let him get his turn in because there's not a whole lot of description I can do. Um. I'll try. Um, back inside the building, um, Sefik looks at you, Talarn, and says, So, this whole time you set me up. That uh, is uh, a little bit of part of the plan. The other part is the information. That part was, I swear, so. Do you honestly <coughs> think that you and your little friend... He's new, I just met him. I don't really know that much. But it's obvious that you're working together. No shite, Sherlock. So why? I want to know why. Before I kill you, I will lie. You tell me first the potential you see in me, and maybe we can work out a deal where you won't die. I won't die anyway, but I could see you being very beneficial to someone who is very cold-hearted. Your uh, crypticness is a... Uh, it's not open. Finland, uh, make sure you have your mace out quick. Yes, Finland. Make sure you have it out so that I can take it and beat you to death. Oh, shut up. And we're back from our bathroom break now. Um, so, with that, um, Talarn, we'll let you go first. Um, supposed to be Bodar, but he's playing with his trunk. Uh, so, Talarn, your turn. Uh, Talarn will first kind of look a little concerned about the door and yell, Bodar, uh, before <laughs> using my bonus action to summon my big long shaft, otherwise known as my glaive. Oh my. Um, so, as Talarn whips around to face Sephiroth, um, she holds out her hand and uh, a kind of ethereal mist forms before this wickedly carved glaive made out of stout oak and iron uh, appears in hands. She grabs it does a, a very fancy twirl that looks like she spent hours doing just for this specific purpose <laughs> and uh makes an attack roll on Sephic. let me roll okay so does a 17 hit Sephic's ac yes sure. all right uh talarn uh whipping the glaive around for another go around shoves the blade kind of like a horizontal slicing motion across Sephic's chest and i assume he's just wearing like a shirt or something Shirt. all right um, the iron blade just kind of cuts through the fabric, and you can see a not-too-desperately deep cut, but rolling damage, that's an eight. Uh, so a, a large crimson stain does start to pool, and Talarn kind of gives him a, a smart-ass smirk, like I told you so. Passing it on. All right. I'll say Bodar is staring at this figure who is approaching him. Um, um, we'll say that he... <clears throat> through the wind and all he does not hear the approach from anything behind him so he is going <clears throat> to fire at bodar have his information up but we'll say that he misses um with his shot um uh, yeah uh no not sepic um so uh, um he pulls out an ice sword and Swings towards you, Talarn, or is it Talarn or Talarn? Uh, the name's Talarn, actually. Talarn, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me see that. Getting a 21 to hit. Oh, you didn't hear about the new ruling of D&D. 
I play old school, so there's a 21 hit. <laughs> yes. I play I play Richard's rules in D and D. Um, damage here, four damage. Right. So uh, that's not it yet. Hold on. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> this isn't looking good. I want plus, plus six ice or six cold damage. Julian knighted. Pretty hefty. Um. um so y'all decided that Cass would go before Finley, correct? Yeah. Okay. So Cass, it is now your turn. Um. You see the person in front of you launch an attack at the seven-foot figure. Okay. Can't let this guy keep doing. What he's been doing, so I gotta stop him. Uh, um, won't really describe since no one's much out there looking. So just from the snow that's coming down and um, the cover of that, I'm going to shoot him with my hand crossbow. Um, first, I'm going to bonus action and mark him as my favorite foe so that I can get extra damage on him. And let's okay. see if I hit. Okay, 14 to hit. That will hit. Okay, so that's going to be... Okay, so as I... Um, as part of my subclass, as I grab my crossbow and I like target his back, I touch the bolt and I run my hand through it, making it sheen with this icy blueness on it, and it's covered by ice and it shoots straight at him. It does nine damage as well as four damage for my uh, favorite foe, so that's 13 so far, and then another d6 for the ice on it, doing another six piercing damage. <laughs> So that's 19 damage to him that goes just straight into his back from this crossbow bolt and the ice pierces his skin and shatters. Jeez. Um, is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I just keep, uh, I go like 30 feet behind him. Um, he arches his back and fins around at, um, at the pain and from where the attack came from. Um... Now we will go to Finland. Okay. Uh, use my full action round to stand up. Okay. Um, should be. Can I still shoot or? You use I your. Um, can... you can shoot from a prone position. Well, I just go ahead and get off on my feet. So, yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. I think it's only half your movement speed to get up. It doesn't take your action. Mm-hmm. Very true. Okay. Works for me. And Talarn is kind of reeling on the ground from Sifix blow, so you should have a clear shot. Alexa, roll a d20. Please do. <laughs> Don't curse oh, me, Richard. Jeez. Did you say a five? Yep. Jeez, Alexa, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're going to do, but um, it's going to fail. Anyway. <laughs> friend, I'll roll for you. I saw I guess I'm going to get my regular dice. <laughs> those cursed things? <laughs> better cursed than Alexa. I mean, they do better than Alexa does, apparently. That's not uh, something to prefer. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll let you roll with your real dice if you want to. No, you can roll next one. Uh, um, uh, Bodar is just standing there looking like a dumb elephant. Um, what does that change? Talar, <laughs> go, go to you now. 
Uh, so a suffix or pierces her skill and causes some pretty grievous damage. And she's gonna drop to one knee. I'm thinking quick, she's going to whip her blade around and aim for knocking Suffolk down. Kind of like a, a sweep at his leg. That was an 18 to hit. That will hit. Cool. And what do you want me to roll for damage since it's it would just be the half uh, connecting with Suffolk's legs? Um, roll your damage and we'll just cut it in half, I guess. Because I'm looking at something else. Hey, y'all better be glad because I misread something. Oof. So, uh... The wooden haft, I guess, connects pretty solidly with his knees. Would be would Sephic be not prone or? Um, give me just a second. I'm looking up something because that's not making. I also like to use my reaction to a, a stare, mildly menacingly at him for him missing. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was she asking? What was she doing? Because I have misread something. Um, you you got you got an 18 to hit. Yeah, I'm um, just sweeping at his legs with the haft of the, of the glaive. Mm-hmm. So, trying to knock him down. Ah, uh, let me roll a dexterity check to see if he falls. 14, we'll say, uh, we'll say that he stands up, because you wouldn't have much behind it, I would not think. Yeah, it'd just be like kind of a more on instinct and a yeah. fallback move. Um, but I will be nice, and roll me a, roll me a d4. One D. Shit, that's a seven. Uh, one. Uh, um, we'll say that you uh, cause him one damage uh, with the Thanks. hit. Uh, um, back outside of the building, um, the figure turns towards Cass and pulls out an ice sword and um, moves the 30 feet to where you are at. Are you trying to hide? Or are you straight out in the open? Uh, is it snowing now, right now? Yes. Yeah, so I'm kind of just just kind of kind of come up by my own. Oop. Kind of came flesh by my own, own um, snow around me and the snow coming down. But I'm not really trying to hide. I don't think there's much out here. Uh, um, there's not. I mean, there's these two buildings right here, but they are in front of you. Yeah. No. Um, he's going to come towards you where the shot came from. Yep. Ooh. And getting a one as he swings <laughs> his sword at you. Um, it would be a six. That's still not going to hit. No, um, no, no, a one. He loses his sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that he slips. Yeah. And uh, he will swing it again. Um, <laughs> with, uh, I'll say with, adva- uh, with disadvantage. <laughs> and that would be a 14 with disadvantage. 14 will miss. Uh, okay. you know, I'll say he like stabs into like towards my where my figure is, but there's all this snow around me that it just goes into the snow and not part of my body. You should try rolling better, Richard. I know, I should. I'm trying to kill y'all. <laughs> um, back in the building. That's a long five minutes. Um, back in the building, um, Thefik swings his uh, ice sword, getting a... God almighty! Getting an 8 to hit Talorn. <laughs> uh, what was that number? It was a 38. <laughs> like a double crit. <laughs> um, like legit that I know? 8. <laughs> 8. Okay. Uh, but the second attack, Uh-oh. um, he spins the momentum as he misses Talorn, 
spins towards uh, the halfling who came down the chimney, getting a 17 to hit. Misses. Ooh, Misses. Whoa. Oh, he is getting good and pissed off. Um, so we pop back outside to um, cast. Sweet. You have just nearly be missed being stabbed. Okay. Um, and we'll say that um, the person you are facing is you have been tracking is like a foot away. Okay, and is he standing up now? Um, yes. Off balance, but Sweet. still standing up. Alright. So, usually, um, with long range attacks, you get disadvantage when you're close to them, but I have the feet crossbow expert, so it says uh, being five feet doesn't uh, impose disadvantage, so I'm going to shoot him again. Alright. Natural 20 or 27 to hit. Jeez. I'd say that hit. Okay, this is gonna hurt. Alright, now how I do them is the same way I do it in the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, max damage and then okay. roll again. Gotcha. Okay, so so that's thirteen so far. Let's see. Okay. Plus seven. That's nineteen. Twenty. Plus oh twenty. Okay, plus seven more. Seven. Twenty-seven total. As I, just from just imagine, we're just so close to each other. It's not even hard to aim. I just put it like right in front of his chest and let go, and the ice and the crossbow just shoots straight at him, gets him right in the chest. Right, critical. Twenty-seven, right? Yep. Nice. Oh wait, I forgot. I also get a bonus action attack with my hand crossbow. Oh hell! Huh? <laughs> Bad. Eighteen. <laughs> that will hit. Okay, and this is only eight damage. Oh yeah. Um, he uh he is icy. <laughs> uh, I usually say bloodied for half damage, or uh, um, <laughs> we'll say that he is icy. Okay. Uh, ice, so ice. yeah, mm-hmm. ice, ice, baby. Anyway, <laughs> um, Finland is now. Oh, is there, excuse me. Is there anything else you wanted to do? Um, that's it. Well, Cass would kind of like also like peer around this this guy and look at the like the. Uh, the seven-foot figure that got attacked and then uh, it's just standing there. I'm like, ah, a little help. And then, uh, that's oh. it. All you hear is, you're not sure if it's the moaning of the wind, but it's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and inside the building, you all can hear, uh. <laughs> Ooh, did they Finland. hear any voice at all? Okay. Um, He's right there at the door, so yeah. they would hear him before you. Okay. Uh, I'm rushing into attack uh-huh. with a dirty twenty. Uh huh. They hit. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh, he throws up magic armor. <laughs> nope, he misses. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a total of five damage, and I use my bonus action to activate. Um, was it? Bloody hell, Finland! It's about time you did something. F- fainting attack. <laughs> so next go around, I get a. Uh, <clears throat> is it? Attack? Advantage. I, I get I get advantage on my next attack on him. Okay. Um. Anything else you wish to do? No, that's it. All right. Um. He regains his five hit points. Dang. And the one outside regains his five hit points. Okay. What does it look like when they regain their hit points? Um. You don't ask me to do such difficult stuff. <laughs> uh, well, like the wounds start to heal up a little bit. Uh, um. Yeah. We'll say that uh, like like a blizzard wind goes across their wounds and yep. it slowly heals um, the 
the lack of blood is disturbing oh. as the wind chill seems to freeze their skin and wound back together, causing them to perk up slightly from the um, crack-like effect of the Frost Maiden blessings upon them. Mm. And with that, we go back to Pilarn. Great. So, I'm just... I'm back! Okay! <laughs> Jesus Christ, finally! Finally! <laughs> We we have a couple of things. Um, do you need to go? No, I'm good. I um, I um, to set the scene for you, you're fixing to get three attacks. Um, because you know we've already killed everybody but the Frost Maiden. Um, while we're waiting on him. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, but everybody said it was cool to let you, you know, build up your attacks while you were actually fighting the Frost Maiden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been away that long. Oh, yeah. It's the end of the campaign. For sure. Yeah. I'm just kidding with you, man. Screw um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Talorn are facing off against Sephic. Um, a person outside of the building uh, went to attack you, but missed. You have been standing there for the past 15 seconds going, uh, like you're scared. <laughs> Um, are not really sure what to do. You're surprised. Um, the person in, that was coming at you has been shot. He is very icy, um, not too far away from death. Uh, he has received a crossbow bolt in the back that was covered by ice, and practically he's been murderized by um, Cass, who you have yet to see really clearly due to the snow. Um, but you know that this guy and or this person in front of you um, has been attacked and has turned around to attack uh, the person who shot him. So now his back is towards <laughs> you and he is 30 feet away from you. Um, you do get three attacks should you go to take them. And Talarn has also called out a Bodar and a very alarmed. And Bodar has been going, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, what I got a like. whopping six to hit. That one will miss. What's your next attack, sir? 17. That oh. one will hit. Juicy. So what are you doing? Uh, swinging the axe. Uh-huh. Uh, 14 damage. Damn, son. 14 damage? Yep. Very, very icy. <laughs> um, third attack. Seven. That will miss. Um, describe, describe to us how you miss, a hit, and then miss again. Uh, Bodar swings, trips on the ice, misses. His second swing <coughs> hits the creature right in the stomach, and he gets kind of crazy and misses with his third. Ah, so is he going into a rage? Uh, no. Trying not to? Uh, yeah, he's trying not to. Ah, uh, so now it is um, Talarn's turn. You hear Bodar scream and start attacking outside the building. Um, okay. It's now your turn, though. So... Uh, I did some beer rolling, and my first action, Talarn is going to just drop her blade and kind of chuck it away, mm-hmm. and uh, just straight up leap up and try to tackle, and she got a 16 total for that. 16? Mm-hmm. That will hit. Cool. So what would be the effects of Talarn just up and, like, pulling a Peyton Manning, like, from the kneeling position, <laughs> launching what? herself? What, retiring? Oh, you mean, <laughs> well... Um, tell me what you're trying to do. So, trying to bulldog him? 
basically, uh, I've seen Finland uh, do something useful. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> and hit Sepik, and Talarn is not wanting to hear any more sass from Sepik. And so she's been kind of on her, like, on one knee, reeling from Sepik's blow earlier. So she's tossing aside her glaive, um, whipping back her ponytail in a most uh, badass manner, or so she thinks, and uh, kind of making a, a crouching leap to tackle Sepik in, in order to try and get him prone. Okay, and you rolled a 16 for that, right? Um, yeah. I mean, that works for me, because his back is to you. He wouldn't be expecting it. So, yeah. Um, you can bulldog him down to the ground. And I want to use my action surge to give me another action. And I'm wanting to try and disarm him. It's basically kind of like grabbing his wrists and uh, being really mean to them and trying to knock his blade out of his hand. And that was a 25, or 20 plus 5, so that 20. Okay. We'll say that you can do that. All right. Um... Talarn will then like to triumphantly smile and say, How do you like that? We the bust. Passing the turn on. Hi. Um, outside, um, the person that you're all facing, um, fighting against, spins around, swinging his ice sword at Bodar, getting a 16 to hit. Bodar. I'm looking for my AC. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if he was just uninterested again. We give Jesse a hard time. <laughs> we love you, Jesse. Well, yeah. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> oh, that hits. It hits. Uh, um, getting a. Wait, wait. What was what was it to hit? Sixteen. It ties. So do you? Nope. It goes to the player. Oh, it goes. Okay. For me, it goes to the player. Alrighty. Um. So he will. Use his second attack. It's shrunken time. <laughs> uh, and he will miss as he gets a 12 to hit on that one. Um, Bodar used his reaction to blow a raspberry <laughs> with his trunk. I like that. Now we're back to inside the building. Um, Talarn, you are basically laying on top of Stefik. Uh, and Tony's behind his back, or he may not be restrained, but he's been disarmed. He's not even there anymore. Snow feels where you are laying <laughs> on top of, and you fall down to the ground. And behind you, Sephic appears, um, getting one action here, and he will swing. Uh, he using Misty Step to get away from you, and he will swing his ice sword. Getting a 24 to hit. Fuck. That hits. Uh, let's see. Uh, six regular damage. Mm-hmm. Six plus. That's what I'm rolling now. Come on. <laughs> Seven extra damage. I was waiting on the website. It was taking forever. Fuck. Uh, okay, so, so 13 damage. 13. Um, I think Suffolk just cuts this gnarly gash, like, through Talon's skin mail and across her back. Like from shoulder to to weight. Dang. And she just yeah. lets out this very painful cry and grits her teeth. <laughs> um, Cass, we're back outside now. Um, and you have now seen this rather large creature come at you and attack this person. Mm -hmm. Um, you now see clear. Uh, and it does appear to be a Luxodon. Um going crazy with the axe. Uh, 
And it's now your turn. Um, the person you have been following has his back to you. Sweet. And uh, I have a perception, a passive perception of 16. Would I have heard that painful cry from inside the building or no? Because of the sound. It was very loud. Yes. Very loud. Yes? Sweet. Yes. Okay, first I'm going to... Um, so one of the uh, features of my swarm, since I'm in melee with this guy, is that it can move me um, five feet. So um, would you rule that as could, could I? I'm, what I'm wanting to do is to use the swarm moving me to avoid getting uh, opportunity attacks since it's moving me and I'm not moving myself. But how would you rule that? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get behind him or? Past I'm, trying to, I'm trying to uh, get away from him so that I don't get opportunity uh, uh, opportunity attack when I move away from him using my. Uh, I would say that you wouldn't get it because you're not. Sweet. He's not facing you, and you're not going directly in front of him. Either. Okay, but I'm using my, my swarm to do it. So pretty much from behind him, um, what it what happens is that uh, Bodar, you would see like just this snow gets really thick behind him, and then once it fades away um, after a second, the figure is now five feet further from you guys and has his crossbow and points it at this fellow. Okay, you're not gonna believe it. Another nat twenty. <laughs> Go! Woo-hoo. Oh, Somebody get some twenties. Uh, Tell us how you kill him. Uh, I pretty much just run my hand through my my bolt, point this straight at the back of his head, and it looks like he is a unicorn now because the bolt flies through his head, pointing out of his Ooh. forehead. Wait, Bodar, what do you do as this happens? Uh, Bodar will. Ooh, I like unicorns. Tip his tip his trunk to the to the ranger. Hold on. And Bodar, as um, you're seeing me now, um, it's snowing outside, but there's snow around this person too. Like it's not coming from like above. It's just floating all around him, kind of concealing his figure. And what you do see when there's like parts of him that show, you see this like polar bear head with um, these brilliant blue eyes peeking through like between the teeth um kind of using the skull as a mask and then you see the rest of like the body when it peeps out through like the snow parts that move around him like um it's like wearing a polar bear hide and everything Bodo, not a baby yeti Bodo will look, will look at this figure and he will say you are regal snowy <laughs> uh just like you just see like my, my i turn my head sideways you know like and uh I heard the pain inside, so I'm just gonna like nod to them, and then I'm gonna go around the the very tall, seven foot tall figure, and use my movement to go it, to run towards the building. Uh, <clears throat> um, Finland, we are back inside <laughs> the building, and it okay. is your turn. Okay, so he jumped. He, she was on the ground, right? Yes. 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 All right, and he appeared behind her. Yes. His back is to the door now. Is that door open? Or uh, oh, I could be in half. I could share no. a space with a comrade. So I still charge in to attack mm-hmm. with a dirty twenty-one. That misses. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that hits. <coughs> Let's see. Where's my D eight? Oh, come on, D eight. Alexa, roll a D eight. Hey. Hey, plus two. So that's a total of ten damage. Alexa, roll a D8. My boy. Alexa, <laughs> roll a D8. So, thir- oh. so 13. So 13, and now uh, I use this, the uh, 
distraction attack. So now, um, what's her name has an advantage on her next attack on him or any of my okay. allies. Um, now we're going. Is there anything else you wish to do? That's all. Alright. So that's well, a total got... of 13 damage. So. Got it. Um, he regains his hit point. Um, we go back to the top of the round to to uh to Bodar. Bodar will take another axe swing. At what? The carcass. He's oh. gonna ravage the body. Uh, Bodar, Bodar will walk forward into the building where everyone else is. Alright, um, the door flies open and you see Finland's attack on um Sephic and you immediately notice that um he looks just like the person that Cast the ranger just killed. Okay. Um, his back is to you, and the door opens up wide enough that he will be able to feel the breeze. Um, and notice that the door has been opened. You can see a lot of crimson staining the snow inside as well. Ooh. And Kalarn's prone form. Um, he begins to turn around as you open the door. And what do you do? Uh, I charge forward and try to take a swing at him. Right. Get advantage at it, so. What's your attack roll, sir? It is not my day five. Oof. Even with advantage? Oh. Yeah, you do get advantage. Alright. Okay. Three, three, <laughs> Come on, critical. No critical. Critical one. One. <laughs> Twelve. I will give that to the player. So, what's your damage? Yes. Uh, Fourteen again. What's Ooh. your damage? Fourteen damage. Oh, 14 damage? Dang! <laughs> D12 plus 2, and I got a 12. Nice. Ooh. I'll take Dang. that. <coughs> uh, he, he, he's, he's okay. Kalorn! <laughs> Alright, so, uh, from what I understand, I get an advantage from uh, Finland's distracted strike, correct? No. Oh. Bodar just got that. Okay, cool. Um, and you are prone. Prone. Alright, um, I'm gonna use half of my movement to get up, mm-hmm. and the Talaran slowly rises from the snow. A very concerning amount of crimson liquid streaming from the wounds on her back, and from where Seth struck her in the chest. And she will use her weapon bond ability to resummon the glaive into her hands, and so this kind of icy mist forms and coalesces into the shape of the glaive. And she uh, goes for a straight thrust into Suffolk's chest, and uh, there's a vicious snarl off on she's pissed with a capital P. Uh, I got a 23 to hit. Wow. That will hit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no not 20, just a 20, or dirty 23, rather. Okay. And let me roll One. I like that. <coughs> oh. <laughs> 1d10, you add your, what, proficiency or your strength bonus? Strength. Um, strength. Yeah. Nine total damage. Nine total. Yep, yep. He is icy. Um, um, how much, like, how far did the glaive get into Suffolk? Um, oh, you said it was covered in ice, right? The glaive? Yes. No. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we'll say that it went in an inch and a half. Just a tip. Uh, it's a pretty yeah. decent Just the tip. Yeah. Just yeah. The tip. <laughs> and that, that's for Jesse right there, the tip of it. Um, <laughs> he, he grunts in pain. Um... And, and says to you, I'd rather have the whole thing and not just tip. And I knew he, you weren't quite straight. <laughs> and he swings his ice sword at Bodar, getting a 13 to hit. 
Denied. Huh? <laughs> um, he swings it again at Bodar because he cannot turn, getting an 18 to hit. That hits. All right. I'm a... Pick on someone your own size. Yeah. Um, That's right, Finland. That's there's <laughs> 10 regular damage and 4 cold damage. And now we move to cast. Okay. Um, uh, I'll I'll say that since you are shorter than Bodar, um, that you do you do have line of sight, um, huh. at least partially of um, Steffi. Okay. Uh, am I in the building or by the door? No, you're um, still outside by the door. Okay. How many feet would it take to get to the wounded woman that I see inside? You can't. Okay. Um, Sephic is the, yeah, um, Bodar is standing there. You can't Uh get past him and get past Sephic. Um, it would cause an opportunity attack. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to describe it. Um, Sephic is probably a foot inside the door, Uh but you'd have to squeeze past Bodar and. Okay. Could I, could I eat the opportunity attack if I wanted to? Um, sure. Okay, but actually what I would like to do is I'd like to get into melee and then attack him with my hand crossbow and then use my effect instead of um, of it moving me when I do the damage. Okay. So first I, I run up, get in. I, I, this person looks just like the person outside, right? Yes, so, identical in fact. Yeah, I'm like really confused. I thought I just killed this person and now they're standing here still. So uh, I'm going to run in, try to attack him. 16. That will hit. Okay, that is eight damage. And as I shoot the crossbow, this this one doesn't have ice on it, but instead the ice that is floating around me kind of propels me backwards with like this shoot of like uh, icy energy, like toward on the floor where like I get pushed away from this guy. And do I have enough uh, movement to get by Talarn? I'll let you. Um, okay. I'll say that you dart in as the bolt hits him and staggers him and okay. you're able to slide in there without receiving an opportunity attack okay um i'll have to do this next time because i used my action for this so i'll do bonus action try to hit him again okay okay this is a nat one unfortunately for an eight <laughs> um you drop your weapon <laughs> okay that's good um, can i just uh, yep as, as you fire the first shot knock him back you dart in, and as you shoot the second one, you didn't have a full enough grip on it, and it causes you to drop it to the ground. It does not break, but it does okay. drop to the ground. Gotcha. Can I use my free object uh, interaction to pick it up? Sure. Uh, looking very like embarrassed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I pick so it up. And... Uh, I guess to learn on the rest of the scene. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. Go ahead. Uh, you, when I come in, it still looks like part of the winter snowfall is coming in with me and like around my body, even though it's not snowing inside, obviously. But the the snow just continues to flow around me and cover my body in different ways. Where sometimes parts of my body are revealed, so like you, sometimes you see like the crossbow poking out and then shooting a bolt, or sometimes you see like the head of the polar bear about six three up in the air um with my eyes poking through the teeth come out or but sometimes even that is obscured by the snow sorry i just got this real real bad visual um <laughs> what 
Fernando, you and Philip have both been able to see before. Have yeah, you yeah. ever seen the movie Son? Not Son. Yeah, Son-in-Law, with Paul no. Shore, where he yeah. when he, when he t- tries on the uh, the chaps, you know, and it shows his oh, butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the snow reveals. But <laughs> Please no. He, he's close. Finland, it is now your turn. Okay. Well, on oh, five step to the to the right side of him and attack uh-huh. will a 14 hit yes okay Alexa roll a d8 Seth's got pretty Three, shitty so it'll be 5 total 5, five damage. total damage yeah and I'll use my bonus action to uh fainting uh use fainting attack so I get the you know the advantage of my next attack on him so okay um Bodar <laughs> yes um I am going to reach to my back, pull out my mace, and try to swing in the mace of this creature. Uh-huh. Eight. God, my rolls are shitty today. <laughs> I like them. Uh-huh. You would, because it means you don't get hurt. Exactly. <laughs> did I hear Philip that he did the advantage thing again, though? Yes, he, he did. Uh-huh. Well, oh, I did it on myself. Oh, oh. just on you? Oh, okay. Selfish. I used to fake the fainting attack. Nice. Okay, um... Bodar, is there anything else you wish to do? I uh, know, that's it. Okay. Um, Talarn, it is your turn. Alright, so Talarn has just seen uh, this mysterious blizzardy uh, polar bear looking bro. She assumes it's a bro. Yeah. Step in, and she is a uh, cast next to Talarn? I actually, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, shot him and then kind of did some weird teleportation with the with the snow and appeared next to you. Uh,. Well, Talarn is going to kind of widen her eyes at the sudden intrusion of her, her very personal. <laughs> She'll use her bonus action to uh, weapon bond with her other weapon, the scimitar. And as she steps back with the glaive still uh, buried fairly deep in Suffolk's chest, uh, icy mist coalesces in her right hand, and the shape of a fine scimitar appears, forms into something more corporeal. And uh, she is going to take a slice at Suffolk, getting a 13 to hit. That will hit. Right. Uh, D8 down in. That is six total damage. Okay. Anything else? Uh, uh, after slicing another moderate gash on the Suffolk, uh, Talarn is going to back up. It's more of a hobble at this stage instead of a, like a, a professional tactical retreat because she is still bleeding and crimson liquid stains every step she takes. She's backing away from the new figure, which is Cats, and from Sefik to gain some ground. Huh? Um, Sefik mm. grunts in pain from the attack, <laughs> and uh, as you back away, the uh, it, it pulls out of his, his body, and he will swing his um, ice longsword at Bodar once again, smiling as he gets a seven total. <laughs> Um, and Bodar, as he swings at you, uh, his momentum carries him on around, and a white tornado, um, appears in front of you and blows out the door, kind of like a whirlwind, like a little mini dust devil. Um, and it it blows past you, it's, uh, incorporeal, you know, just air and snowflake, and then reappears um, 10 feet behind you or 5 feet behind you and now it is Cass's turn 
um <clears throat> one other thing as it reappears um y'all notice that it is once again Cephic and he is back to his human form oh syphilis has a couple tricks huh i have mm-hmm. more than a couple <laughs> oh shut up you mellow jim how to bust them i, I told <laughs> you there wasn't acting school up here. <laughs> I actually want to move up to uh, closer to town and be like, ma'am, ma'am, you look hurt. Can I, can I help? Can I heal you? No, shit, I look hurt. Get that bastard. I don't know who you are. What? I don't know who you are. Oh. I don't trust you. <laughs> I thought, okay, and then so I'll I'll turn around and then I'll um shoot my crossbow. 18 to hit. That will hit. Great. So I'll say, this time I do make the bolt full of ice to get a... Three plus ten total damage, and then bonus action attack again. Uh, dirty twenty to hit with nine more damage, so that's nineteen total. How do you kill him? <laughs> nice. So or, as uh, yeah. Or do you want to kill him? Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know who this one is, so I guess not. Or well, I don't think I have an option with ranged attacks unless you're giving me one. I could be giving you one. Okay. So as this as this really bloody lady tells me not to heal him and to get this person i like turn around real quick the snow flurries speed around me and i just shoot two quick bolts just really fast going into uh this person getting them in each shoulder knocking them out with blood loss and the ice just exploding around them on the ground um behind bodar spread like in a with his arms spread wide like he's going to make a snow angel. <laughs> um, and with that, you all are out of initiative. Great. We have some questions to answer for our newcomer. And I start walking towards the body to get my bolts out. Mm-hmm. You're not going to soak his body and, <laughs> and tie his hands and feet up. Talarn just kind of slumps against the wall and catches her breath. You sure you don't want a healing there? I don't need your damn help. I'm fine on my okay. own. Who are you? Anyway? My name's Casador. I've been hunting. Ooh, hmm. I thought it. Well, the guy I was hunting is outside dead. I don't know. This guy looks like his twin. Uh, You've been hunting Suffolk too? No, no, not. Well, I don't know. I never knew his name. I've been hunting this guy outside that looks just like him. I didn't know there were two of them. Bodar, is this a friend of you? I don't know him at all. Finland? You know him? I'm out there. I'm out there trying tying his feet. He's very people. snowy. <laughs> oh, shit, I need a drink. Um, <coughs> roll me a, uh, roll me a survival okay. skill. Because, uh, if he gets loose, he's gonna kill you. So it's, <laughs> it's survival to me. <laughs> that and survival of your entire party. <laughs> Are y'all searching the bodies? Did I hear somebody say that? A nat 20, uh, yeah. Um, we'll say that you, uh, secured him properly then. Um, which body are you searching? There are two. There is Sephic, which is the one that is not dead. And then there is Zephic, the one that is dead. <laughs> well, I'll be searching one I'm tying up. Make can search the other one. Uh, um, why don't you get, give me a, um, give me an investigation. Yeah. Uh, also lowered her scimitar towards Cap. Alright. Is anybody checking the other body? I Odar, am. You are? I, okay, roll me investigation. Alright. Um, uh, um, uh, 3020. 14. 30, I, um, I'll go with, uh, Bodar first, just because it's alphabetical. Uh, Bodar, upon the body, you find the ice dagger. Um, it is similar properties to a 
uh, regular dagger. Uh, you'll use your, um, if you have finesse, I don't know that you do, um, you can use your strength modifier. Um, it, uh, will not only do 1d4 regular damage, like flashing or piercing, um, it will also do 1d4 cold damage. Um, Finland, uh, you rolled a dirty 20, right? Yeah. Um, upon the body, you find (coughs) his, uh, ice sword and ice dagger. Um, same thing, um, the ice sword, I don't think you can use it, but I'm not sure. Uh, will be one. Uh, it's a long sword. Yeah, I can still use it. Okay, it is one. Go ahead. I'm a, you know, I am a fighter, so. Well, I was thinking about it. like the stature of a half like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, one d eight plus your modifier, uh, and it will also do two d four cold damage. Um. Nice. I take the dagger and give it to some somebody else. He's, he prefers his little rapier, so. Okay. Um, Kath, um, as you are retrieving your crossbow bolt, um, the one that went through the head of <laughs> Zephic, um, yeah. making him look like a unicorn, is now ice blue. Ooh. So, I... along with causing regular damage, it will also cause 1d4 cold damage. Ooh, hell yeah. That's awesome. I take that. Um, Talarn, uh, your glaive that was impaled into Sepik, you notice that the tip of it is now an icy blue. And along with the regular damage that it caused, it will also cause an extra 1d4 cold. It's a blue tip. It's a blue tip. Yep. Uh, I'm thinking it looks like a pool cue now. Yeah. Um, so you you have Zephic that starts with an S tied up. Um, Zephic that starts with a Z is dead and now has a really large hole in his head. Um, what what do y'all wish to do now? Well, what do you guys want to do? It's your guy's quest. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Phil? Uh, I don't care. What are you guys? What's what you guys gonna? What's are y'all gonna do? Because he just joined the party itself. And he kept the joke because y'all are already on the mission to catch Sephic. And he joined up with y'all to help y'all catch him. Is it anybody else just to turn him into? Or? Right. Uh, well, until Iron slumps down the wall now, kind of leaving another streak of crimson. We were uh, yeah, given this mission. Maybe we kill him now, so it seems to be quite tricky. <laughs> There's this lady in Targos looking for him. There's 200 gold if he's alive. If he can get a confession there to him. Repeat that again, I was getting a notification. No. Yeah, I did okay, too. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. Lauren dies. Um, what? <laughs> uh. As I was saying, a lady in Targos gave us the mission, and that's 200 gold if we get him back alive, and uh, if we get a confession out of him too. Yeah. And uh, thank you, uh, Cass, for the help. You're, you're welcome. I was mainly hunting its brother. He was killing all these animals and not even eating all of them, just laying them out for other predators to come out. It was disgusting. It's wasteful. Yeah, so I had to put a stop to him. I don't. You guys can do whatever you want with this guy. I don't. I don't care. Well, whatever deity is over this snowy hellscape, you to us, and we do owe you a debt for helping us. I suppose. 
and Talon gives you a, a very begrudging nod of respect. You could repay your debt by letting me heal you. I've no objections to that. Okay. Um, as I get closer to you, um, the snow's still around me, but it, um, you kind of see that uh, the polar bear hide that I'm wearing is a, li- a bit loose on me, so I'm kind of tall and skinny, and my highest voice kind of indicates that I'm younger. And as I get close to you, kind of, you see one of my arms kind of come out, and this ice comes out of my hand, going to one of your wounds, but it doesn't like hurt like cold wood. It kind of gives you this uh, numb sensation, dulling the pain, and I'm casting cure wounds with it. Um, so it is okay. Got nine da- uh, HP back. Awesome. Uh, Talon just kind of gives a, a sigh of relief at the numbing aid and uh, a nods appreciatively. And, Speaking and of character descriptions, do you guys want to go around describing them another or your PC? Alright, not Richard. Do the PCs <laughs> in this party <laughs> want to take a brief moment to just like if most the appearance of him since Cass described him himself a little bit. Yeah, we can. Sure. Well he get a description of our characters. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's go. Well who wants to go first? <laughs> well my character sits behind <laughs> Your interest character's in the sky floating, looking down at us. Got a huge forehead. <laughs> not anymore. They keep on pulling out bones. Uh, I'm not. I'm not voices in your head. I will go. I go first. Though, if I else to go. Sure. All right. Well, Finland's a halfling. He stands three and a half feet tall. He weighs about thirty-five pounds. He's slim and lithe. Um, he has blonde hair with cobalt blue eyes. Um, he's wearing like a um, solid white winter clothing. Hmm. You see, he has a cobalt blue uh, Beretta. Beretta? Uh, the hat? Head there. Huh? It's a hat. Yeah. Like the military wears. Oh, uh, yeah. Beret? No. Beret, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, beret. A co- cobalt blue beret, and he has a, um, like a, uh, a cobalt blue uh, cloak over him. Mm. And um, underneath all that, which you won't notice because all the layers of the clothes, he has scale mail on. <laughs> and across his chest, he has, you know, a crossbow. Uh, um, I can't call things down. But it holds crossbow bolts across oh. his chest. On his right hip, he has his, uh, like a case, you know, a halter. On his right hip, he has his crossbow bow in. Then on his left hip, he has his uh, rapier. And he has, uh, you know, fur lined boots and fur lined gloves on. So basically, about. Sweet. You notice him slip first. You notice he'll take the ice dagger and stick it into his inside of his uh, right boot. <laughs> uh, Bodar. Bodar is a Luxodon, which is a giant elephant. Um, he's about seven foot tall, three hundred fifty pounds. He has brown hair, <coughs> brown skin, and blue eyes. He has an axe on his back, and he also has a uh, mace. Nice. And he has natural armor. Oh, okay, so just thick skin, huh? Yeah, and I really wish you could use the trunk as a weapon, but they don't <laughs> let that happen. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Seems like it would do just like tail damage. Yeah. Like a <laughs> it's possible if you get a lot enough weapon. Well, no, I mean, if you, well, you have to take some kind of unarmed, uh, like an unarmed uh, feet or something like that, where you do unarmed damage. Yeah. Yeah. And to learn. Right. Uh, so Talarn 
I was uh, about six and a half feet tall, and she has a very uh, live muscular frame. Um, her body is dotted with many, many scars, and uh, if one could summarize her appearance in one sentence, it would be uh, that of a uh, predator or hunter who's not overly malicious. I mean, okay. her black hair is tied into a, a very no-nonsense. <laughs> she has kind of very piercing, suspicious brown eyes, and uh, her skin, uh, since she hails from Calumport, is very brown. Uh, I think Mediterranean or maybe mm-hmm. Italy. She's got kind of almond-shaped eyes, and her scam mail, which was quite impeccable, is now dented and rented, oh. and the uh, crimson stains much of the rest of her clothes, which are no-nonsense, and a lot of the rest of her personality. Uh, her weapons are, are still in immaculate shape. Nice. What race? Oh, shit. Should have mentioned that. She is human. Oh. And, yeah. She's... Looks like she's maybe approaching her 30. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot uh, Finland has uh, snow goggles on as well, and he also has a, oh. a uh, buckler on his left arm. <laughs> nice. And out of character, uh, I'm also wearing scale mail, so that, I think that's three of us. <laughs> yeah. oh, I need to up my uh, ante. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's okay, Richard. At least we're uh, not a very stealthy group, so you got that. <laughs> but so. see, with the wind that is constant in Icewindale, it mm. really boils out back, back to straight up roll. Mm. So instead of disadvantage, it goes to just a straight up roll. Hey, nice. I mean, that's how I'm playing it because the Sweet. wind is terrible. Um, yeah. I mean, certain days it won't be bad, but mm-hmm. it's, it's fairly bad. Um, For sure. So, y'all have now captured Sefik. Um, he is tied up. What do y'all wish to do now? Um, you do have to carry him back or get his confession and then prove that you have taken care of him whatever way you necessary to uh, the dwarf female in um, Targos. I was telling him to cut his head off and take it back to him. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this one's given me too much sass already. I'm in favor of Finland's plan. Don't <laughs> <laughs> laugh. He's too military tastes. You're the one that fell through the down chimney. <laughs> that was funny. Damn snow on my boots. <laughs> uh, so what do y'all wish? Well, um, get a gathering information out of if you're waking him up, I'm not going to be up playing if your magic's open. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. Cassandra here seems pretty decent with a bow, but I'm not so sure. You know, too bad we ain't got no kind of cleric or something where this can uh, speak the dead. We can just kill him and <laughs> take him back and have them cast speak the dead. Bodar, <laughs> any suggestions? Bodar will just listen to what everyone else says. He doesn't really have any idea. We could beat the confession out of him. I mean, favor yeah, that. Take a chance of waking him up, though. <laughs> He's not that with coup de gras on this table to kill him. We got really beat it out of him. Just kill him coup de gras right now. I mean, if you guys want some help, I mean, I could cure him. You guys beat him, knock him out. I heal him again. You know, your voice is awfully high for someone that's killing him. Oh, well. I mean, I don't know why you'd say that. I'm pretty old. I'm pretty much an old man. Fifteen. Right. And, uh... I'm sixty. Sixty? Yep. Oh. That is the maturity of the age of Luxodons. And you're still alive? We don't mature till we're sixty. Oh. Hmm. Easy. Oh. Out of character, which is really weird when I read that. Yeah. 
Oh, well, uh, humans, uh, humans mature when they're like 12 or something, I think. So I'm pretty old. I agree with that one. <laughs> I know some really immature ones. <laughs> oh, I grew up in, in the cold, frozen land, so it doesn't kind of leave much uh, room to be, you know, free and fun, and you need to grow up fast. Like, yeah, I'm saying, in Kalimburg, we had to learn stuff on the streets really quickly. Hmm. You trust skin and bones, bloody hell. Well, my, uh, I've been alone for a month now, kind of just eating off the land, so. Uh, uh, you guys need to turn this guy in? Maybe I could, guys, uh, maybe I could go with you? I mean, we lost Mr. Cream. I don't know where he is. <coughs> You're obviously I just need the more the merrier. Mr. Cream, huh? Hey, his uh, name is Cream Tosh. He's one of them lizard-looking oh. folk down from oh. south like me. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Uh, I actually haven't seen many uh, other people, actually. You guys are the only people I've seen since I was very little, besides my dad. Talarn will gesture towards uh, Bodar and say, Well, that bastard must have been a, a surprise to you. Yeah, but you look pretty tough, though. I bet you could, you're a pretty strong fighter. I'm good at handling my axe. Oh, okay. I am good at handling your east, too. <laughs> Bodar will glare at Talorn. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, if you guys don't mind, I'm pretty good with this crossbow. And uh, I'm going to show it. And uh, yeah, I, I could, maybe I could, uh, um, you know, hang out with you guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I've got no objections. Great. Yeah. For the moment, at least. So you guys want me to uh, heal this guy? To, so you guys can interrogate no, him? Uh, uh, we'll leave him where he is. Oh, okay. tried to run away. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, I am new here. I, I could carry him. <laughs> if you can carry that man, I'll give you one gold. Okay. Let's see. My strength is plus one. Wait. Yep. Plus one. Let's see. <laughs> I'll even let you go with athletics if that'll help you. No, but I got a thirteen. Sure. <laughs> you are uh, you budging. You somewhat get him up, and yeah. then he falls back down. <laughs> uh, Jesse, when he falling back down, roll me a d20, please. All right. 17. 17? Yep. You hear a grunt as he hits the ground. Now, did just boat are you? No, you all hear him grunt. Oh. And his eyes pop open. Shit. Oh, shit. Stabs him right between his eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> roll me an attack roll. <laughs> He's still mad about that dream and cutting his nose off. <laughs> uh, 14. That will hit. That many damage. Alexa, roll a d8. A lot depends on this roll. 8 plus Ooh. 2 is total 10. Alright. You, uh, you kill him. Straight up dead dead. Oh shit! Hey, well, hey, now I won't have to carry that much, right? I can just carry the head. I, I can carry that. Right. You're filling me with a lot of confidence, right? <laughs> well, this can't be any different. Well, what about the confession? Oh, we'll say we got it. I mean, since it's been a while, I'll give this to y'all. She practically knew it was him, but she just wanted confirmation, and we'll say that y'all got the confirmation. Okay. Because of Cass's story of the slaughtered animals, um, y'all see. Well, we've seen we've seen what he done to uh, 
Flue gauges. Flue yeah. gauges, and we see when we done to that elf. And yeah, so y'all practically know what to complete. I'm gonna get my short bow, uh, short sword out, and just start uh, cutting his uh, his head off. I right. you cutting off Sephik's head? Yep. Like, yeah, I can carry this. Okay. <laughs> well, you're uh, decent with a blade, at least. So. Oh like, yeah, my dad taught me how to hunt, so. Finland, is it common for uh, youngins around here to grow up and be a man at 15? The land's hard. I respect yeah, I've... the strength. I'm over 20 myself. Oh, you don't look it. <laughs> Senior. So, so you have Stephic's head. Are y'all... What, what else are y'all going to do right here? Uh, do you guys, are you guys okay with traveling just, in this condition? Should we just bury, we just bury these two or are we going to leave them out in the middle of the streets? Oh, we should, we should bury them. <laughs> Their bodies don't deserve to be buried. Point. Their, their bodies don't, but if we don't bury them, the animals could come out here well, and start eating them. Well, and... well, won't we put them in this dilapidated house and just burn, burn the whole house down with the bodies in it? Hmm. In the snow, put out the fire once it gets too low. <laughs> How big is that chimney? Well, being enough that a halfling can slide down it. <laughs> or fall down it, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was Santa Claus size. You know, um, it was too fat. It was too wide for that. Y'all couldn't put all the bodies in the in the chimney. Um, it's probably big enough for maybe half the body at one time. Well, Costa, if you're willing to do the work to bury him, oh yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna take a breather and a drink. Cause this is gonna hurt in the morning. <laughs> okay. So so you you take a rest here? Oh, we'll take a short rest or something. Okay. I'll just I'll just bury these guys out in the back and start dragging like the headless body by its foot, leaving a trail of blood <laughs> behind it. <laughs> you know, I think the inside out of character. I think the inside of this shack kind of looks like when like a, a girl just gets her first period, like oh. <laughs> blood everywhere. Bodar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna help or are you just gonna stand there playing with your trunk? No, I'm gonna help. Okay. Oh. You're just not talking to the nine, just making sure you're still there. Right. Yep, I'm helping. If if you're helping, I'd be like, um, your name's Bodar? Yes, my name is Bodar. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm Cassador. You, you can call me Cass or, or anything. Uh, have you been with these people um for a long time? Uh, out of character, how long have we all been together? Um, three days, four days. Uh, well, all in all, probably about a week. Mm-hmm. I've known them about a week. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Well, you don't know my character for about a day, so... Yeah. You've known Crim Tash uh, no, and... I've known the little one over there about a day. Mm. Well, they seem really nice, I, I hope. I, 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 you trust them? They're a good, they're a good lot. I, I trust them. Okay, good. The, the lady so- sounds pretty nice, huh? Maybe she, I wonder if she has any kids. Maybe... Hmm. I wonder if I, I got a girl. Honestly, I don't. I don't know if you want to ask her that or not. Oh, she sounds kind of scary, but maybe she'd be like a good mom. I, I've never had a mom. <laughs> what happened to your mom? Oh well, I don't really know. Ever since I was little, she kind of left, and my dad said she was going on vacation. Uh, he said, I don't know. She never came back from vacation, but yeah, strange. Hmm. Yeah, weird. I don't want to go on vacation. <laughs> Vacation is overrated. Yeah, that's true. It's just when you go when you never come back. So let's let's not go on vacation. But um, it's supposed have... to be something fun, but it sounds morbid. Hmm. Well, 
we'll see. Maybe, uh, keep an eye out for me, you know? I'll see, maybe, she, maybe she'll be my mom. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> Good luck. I, I wouldn't envy you asking her that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> any, any hints? Any tips for me? Uh, what is she like? Tips. <laughs> She's very cutthroat. Um, oh, okay. I can I would just kind of stay around her, but not go up and say, hey, will you be my mom? Okay, okay. Don't ask to be... Okay. I, I can cut some throats. Don't impress her a little. Just be sneaky about it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, um, <laughs> l- listen, when I try, I'll give you a little wink, so you know if, uh, I'm, I'm trying, you know? You do that. Okay. <laughs> just keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all got some berries. Um, yep. So y'all have all taken a short rest, healed up if you lost any damage, or you know if you want to roll the dice. Yeah, let me roll actually three to ten because Richard, you got me down from thirty-nine to seventeen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. They got like no damage at time. Uh, hey, uh, they danged sure from a crossbow bolt. And, <laughs> uh, Richard, how um, as a DM, how? Worried are you about bolts and stuff like that? Keeping count of that stuff? Not. Okay, cool. I mean, because I know if I was a crossbow person and shot arrows, I'd go pick them up. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm not worried about it. All right. Now, if okay. I tell you that one breaks. Yeah, you know, for sure. I got it. I got 20, so I'll keep track of that. And if any break, and then we'll just assume I pick them back up after every fight. Then. Uh, works for me. Yeah, because you got like 19 and one ice bolt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be breaking that and, thing up. And you just have to make sure that you let me know when you fire that yep. one specifically. For sure. Okay. Um, keep my eyes open. Yep. <laughs> so did you get your healing back up, Maxine? Oh shoot, I was on mute. Uh, yeah, yeah. actually plus twenty-two, so that gets me back up to thirty-nine. Oh. Um. So do y'all want me to narrate the travel back to um? Yeah. Um, what I'm, what I'm going to do is, uh, we'll say that y'all have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, started traveling back. You, you have the o- option to stay here, um, in Bremen. Um, you can stay here and head out in the morning or, um, it's roughly about six, seven o'clock. Um, oh. go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think we I probably shouldn't travel during the night. It gets really cold. What do you guys think? Yes, yeah, I stay here. Right. Yeah, I'm confident I could make it. Oh yeah, me too. But you know, I probably shouldn't uh, risk it. You know. Mm. So, would the party like to spend the night in Bremen, or would y'all like <coughs> try to head on back to Targo? I would like to say that's yeah. my vote. Talarn is a. Uh, she's confident in her ability, but she's actually really wanting to just <laughs> rest. <laughs> Um, that's two for resting. Yeah, that's the rest so. for sure. Um, so with that, we'll say that y'all have made it back to uh, inn here in Bremen. Um, it's called the Sleep Inn. Um, you are you know going to rest overnight, and with that, we will say that um y'all wake up in the morning. Sweet. Um, nothing happens during the night. Um, wake up the next day. And it is uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, and that's where we'll start back next week. 
For the time being, we all see you fleeing. We know this is a frozen hell. You're leaving the troubles in the dale. The snow, it is falling, but this adventure is calling. You leave all the risk, a land frozen by winter's kiss. Cold blizzards and snow, and now you're at the end of the show. Please join us next week, where maybe the outcome won't be so bleak. For this time, you've been in the frozen dale. Brought to you by Knights of the Braille. See you next week, everyone. This is Bodar, hoping I survive Icewind Dale. This background music is Spellbinding, A Wizard's Dance, by Sean Hopper.